Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Last Word with Nyanza. Whew, so, oh man, I lost count. So I think this is like 17, 18, right? So I gotta do something special for my 20th. I, uh, I miscounted some of them, I, but I just went back through before I started this one, and I was like, I better, I better count these out. <laughs> Um, so how is everybody? The last one I did was, uh, my Friendsgiving episode, right? Um, with my friend Ryan and my bestie Jessica. So that was, that was a blast. Um, I think we all woke up the next day and we're like, wait a minute. (laughs) Um, it took me like a good two days to get it edited, and then upload it. <laughs> um, and yeah, like, uh, we had to, that was the second recording. The first one was so volatile. <laughs> okay, so let me give you a breakdown of how this happened. Like, I've, I invited them both over, you know, for the friends, Friendsgiving thing, you know, we ate, we polished off like three and a half bottles of wine. Then we're like, we're bored. Let's go to the bar. (laughs) So we went to the bar and uh, drank more and uh, then made our way back to the house. And then then I decided that we should do the podcast. (laughs) Uh, Apologies. Uh, My it was my bad judgment call. Right. (laughs) Um. Yeah, we definitely should have done it before the, before we got that drunk. But the first one was just so volatile. I think, uh, I think we all argued with each other drunkenly <laughs> for an hour. And I was just like, you guys! <laughs> I was part of it, but I are, but I was mad at them, you know? <laughs> Y'all are fucking my shit up. Shut the fuck up. Let's start over. <laughs> Oh, fuck. But it was a great time. I had so much fun. Um, it was nice touching base, um, with Ryan. That was, that was great. Um, we'll have to do another one at some point. Um, a sober. <laughs> so we're all a little more articulate and, uh, uh, you know, on, on top of what we're doing. <laughs> Focused focus in. Um, so what has been happening, right? Okay. Okay. So there's like, what's today? Today is Wednesday night. Technically it's Thursday morning. Cause I got to this pretty late. I was like, I had wine for dinner. (laughs) I had wine for dinner up until probably about 10. And I was like, I better make some, some, some real fucking food. (laughs) So I finally went and made some food and polished off that bottle of wine. And here we are. So I have a bunch of topics. I'm not going to get through them all. I'm just going to pick and choose and try not to get carried away like I always do. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see, you know, here's what here's what I always take as encouragement from like Joe Rogan whenever he does his podcast. You know, he'll get on there. You know, it's like fifth, his 
1500th episode. 15, like, 74 or something like that. And, uh, I, I just kind of, I just kind of, like, listened to some of the guests he's had on, ones that he's had on early on, and then ones he's had on, like, you know, now, recently, and a lot of them will say things like, you know, um, man, you know, the first time I was on here is so bad, or, or I feel like the first time I, I was on your show it was shitty, you know, or the first time they did something like that, and he's like, that's okay, dude, listen, go back and listen to the first, like, year of my episodes, you know, the first episodes, they were horrible, they're, I didn't know what I was doing, they're shitty, you know, <laughs> and that's what, that's what I love about this, like, this whole podcasting experience that, um, you know, that you, it's, it's something you evolve into, and, make, uh, make into your own perfect little gem, you know, under pressure, uh, and great, great heat diamonds and gems are formed. So I feel like if you can refine it and, and be able to grow and take constructive criticism and, you know, just be you and not back down or, or conform or try and be anybody else or try and change anything about yourself, you'll be able to figure it out. And it'll be, it'll be so perfect. You know what I mean? By the time, by the time, you know, you're at your 1576th episode, you're like a master. Everybody else is nervous and you're like, whew, this is nothing. You guys, uh, you guys ever listen to episode one? <laughs> Right, you know, it's like, ooh, cringeworthy. These are bad. These are so bad. I gotta, I gotta get better at this. And just in the amount of time, like I, like I said, I'm on like 17, 18, you know, and even in that amount of time, you know, I have learned little things here and there. I've learned just how to, how to harness it a little bit more, you know, and, I'm glad that I've started out on Anchor in this app, you know, process to where I only really get an hour right now. Because I feel like if I did more than that, sometimes it would be just craziness. Or a lot of times I feel like I'd run out of things to say, you know. And then other times I feel like it's just not enough. Oh my God, oh my God, you know. And uh, so it's always interesting to figure it out. There's been times, you know, where I've only done a half hour, 45 minutes, you know. So I definitely, I definitely am getting used to this. The concept of uh, switching it all over YouTube, we'll get there. We'll get there. I'll figure it out. Um, the main thing, uh, I think I was explaining this to one of my other friends who's in the podcasting world. Um, Dan Perkins, shout out to Dan Perkins and his podcast, uh, Breakfast with Perkins. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I was talking to him about this whole podcasting situation the other day and, you know, it's one of these, it's one of these things, you know, that we, we figure out, you know, that some people, everybody's different, you know, like everybody likes different things. You know, every, some people like that abrasiveness. Some people like that, 
you know, that logical side that some people like that just off the rail shit though too, you know, so everybody's different. Um, and I appreciate everybody that shouts me out. I shout them out back. Um, it's just a weird thing with podcasting that, uh, that you figure out he, he suggested the video, the video, um, taking it to YouTube and, you know, I was just explaining, you know, my, I, I, I'm a very, I'm, it's, it's so funny. I'm an introvert, extra extrovert type of person, you know, when I'm at home and I'm by myself, I like my space, you know, I like to do my own thing. I don't like, you know, when I feel like taking selfies and taking pictures and, you know, taking Snapchats, I'm, I'm in that mood, but I, when I'm not, I'm just not. And I, I like to do my podcast when I'm most comfortable, which is like, you know, after shower, fresh face, my hair's up, you know, uh, tank top, you know, no bra on type of like in bed, comfortable state, you know, and I don't really want to film that. That's like my happy place. That's my private place. (laughs) Of course, everybody else is like, no, you should film that shit. Nah. I'm good. I'm good. I will keep that piece of myself to myself. You have to be uh, the intimate part of my life to see me in that, in that version, you know, that's not for everybody and it shouldn't be. Um, but it's, it's just one of these things where I'll get to it, you know, I'll plan it out. I'm just so scatterbrained. Y'all, y'all don't even know what it's like. (laughs) I get busy with so many things in this pageant. Like I under, I definitely underestimated the work that this pageant stuff takes. You know, I had an idea about it. You know, I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, fundraising. You know, doing events. Blah blah blah. You know, it's a lot like hosting and modeling and shit like that, but just a little bit more humanitarianism, and you know, putting yourself out there. You know, and you know, I. It's definitely a lot of interviewing. It's definitely a lot of prep learning to word things differently, you know, and just different presentation. You don't really have to talk that much when you're modeling. (laughs) You'd be the dumbest bitch in the world, but also the prettiest all at once. (laughs) Um, yeah. So it's just, it's a skill that I'm learning. And I love this. I love the, I love evolving. I love feeling like uh, a butterfly that, you know, is coming out of their cocoon. And I even add the context to it of that your wings are adding different colors. You're adding these attributes and these things to turn you into just this most beautiful, exotic creature. You know, I strive to stand out. I strive to be different. I strive to kind of like... You know, I enjoy a little bit of controversy. I like to rub people a little bit the wrong way, but with real shit and and funny humor. You know, I I think Dave Chappelle is pro- Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr. Shout out to both of them. They are some of my biggest influences and idols. You know, Dave Chappelle's the goat. Um, and Bill Burr and Joe Rogan. You know, I love. I love that I got to see them evolve and come up in my time and my generation and see how they've evolved. I think one thing that my generation 
and the one after us, Y or whatever like that, or X, Y, I feel like, I feel like they, the, especially with social media, I feel like everybody has this idea of when they need to be, like, they just think, well, I'm young right now, this is the youngest I'm ever going to be, if I'm not going to make it now, I'm never going to make it, like, some of the rich, most of the richest, most of the richest, most famous people didn't even get their break until they were, like, in their 30s, you know? You know you're not even a fully grown adult human being until you're 25. That's when your brain is fully fused, your skull fuses together finally, your satchel suture, you don't have a soft spot anymore, you're an adult. 25. So then after there, it's like literally just in that amount of time, you know, you, you figure out, oh my God, I'm not the same person I was four years ago. And you change in leaps and bounds. Well, you should. That's how I feel. I'm, uh, I'm a chaser of knowledge and, and, uh, enlightenment. And I want to know things. I want to know the truth. I'm a truth seeker. I, I love that. Like, tell me your secrets. Uh, <laughs> What is that from Saturday Night Live? Uh, Taryn Killam and uh, Justin Bieber. He's like, tell me your secrets, beautiful dreamer. <laughs> Look at his face, Papa. Look at his beautiful face. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I just, and I appreciate other intellectuals, you know, and the older I get, the more I appreciate other intellectuals and seeing it in seeing everybody's light in a different way. You know, when you're young, you're real arrogant. You think you're the only one like you and you're the only one that could do it like you and blah, 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 you know, or, and, or now, you know, with the social media, you're like, oh my God, I'm, I'm 23 and I haven't fucking made it. Look at these Instagram influencer chicks that have babies by rappers and they're taking these private jets and, to got all kinds of plastic surgery. You're right. They're 23 years old. And they don't even look like they're 23. They look older than that. Because they've had all this plastic surgery. It's like. Like I've explained this before. Like it's like. Getting a brand new car. And then just fucking. Tearing it apart. <laughs> Putting newer pieces on it. It's like, bro, that thing is new. What are you doing with that fucking 23-year-old body? What? How bad can it be at 23, bitch? What have you been doing to it? Fucking curb checking the fuck out of that bitch. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Didn't see that there. Straight up, they're like, well, I had a baby. It's like, still, bitch. Now you're shaped like a wishbone. What the fuck happened? These ass implants and faces, the nose. It's always the nose, right? These black and Latino women. Not as much Latino women, but black women, you know, they always go after their nose. It's like, that's what makes us beautiful. Like, that's one of our iconic features. Like, that's one of the things in, that's so fascinating about, like, the Olmec carvings down in Guatemala, you know, is that it's clear over in Mexico, but these carvings, these heads, these Olmec heads are like, 
Some of them are clearly African. You can tell by their nose and their lips and their eyes, you know, you're like, whoa, that's incredible. And I just think it's one of these beautiful features, you know, it's something that makes us different. Who wants that thin little spindly nose? Come on. It's this Kardashian thing, right? It's this Kardashian, uh, you know, it's this Kardashian, uh, I don't know how to describe it. The Kardashian look. Kim got her nose done. They all have this thin, straight line nose. That's fucking creepy, you know? Here's what's even creepier is that everybody now talks like Kim, right? Everybody on the show, like those black girls, Malika and Khadija or whatever, they now have the exact same voice as Kim. It's like, what is happening? You guys are just assimilating. Assimilation. Assimilate or die. It's like we need to be like, you know, the best version of ourselves that we could like <laughs> possibly be. You know? I mean, Bible. <laughs> that sick, like, ugh, that sick white girl thing that they do, like, ugh. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, milk. <laughs> Have you guys been watching the newest season of uh, a Big Mouth? <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I... I love Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll's also one of those, like, unspoken, like, really incredible writers, producers, actors. The Kroll Show was hilarious. And the he does so many voices and actors in this, uh, in this show, Big Mouth. And every one of them is just so fucking hilarious. I just die. I just die watching it. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> John Mulaney's incredible as well. Maya Rudolph. Oh shit. They, they really, they really hit it out of the park with this new, newest season. I love it. I'm still waiting for The Witcher. I want another season of The Witcher. Come on, guys. Come on. You guys got to put it out there. Other places. These other, other shows and other things are other, you know, shows and networks and everything are starting to figure out how to do this shit. Y'all can figure out how to do this shit. Give me Henry Cavill in that pretty white wig and them yellow cat eyes. That body and that fucking chiseled jawline. And I'm going to go to town on that Witcher season. More ways than one. <laughs> I'm watching it for the plot, okay? Henry Cavill in all his glory. You guys can't talk shit. I mean, these guys are definitely out there jacking it to this Yennefer bitch. Like, listen. <laughs> oh, fuck. I love that. I love it. I'm going to have to rewatch it. Like, I, the idea that she gets called Piglet for so long. 
you know, and then she ends up being just this fucking bombshell bad bitch. <laughs> She's like, uh, nope, keep my eyes. I like my eyes. Everything else can go. <laughs> Shit, them purple eyes with that fucking face and the body. Smoking. Total smoke show. I loved it, and I'm waiting for more. I love how her and Geralt's fucking relationship is just so toxic. So toxic, but so hot. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, man. Fuck. <laughs> I want that, but I don't. <laughs> um, Yeah, and I also just restarted. Uh, I watched the whole first season of His Dark Materials. I have started the second season, and it's getting good. Um, it was already pretty good. I had a really hard time kind of a little bit with the first season because it's, you know, it's uh, the Golden Compass. And when I realized it was the Golden Compass, I was kind of turned off. But they did a really good job of, like, making it its own type of thing, going real true to this other storyline, you know, and I like that. So I'm into it. And it's my every fantasy of being, like, I don't know, 12. 13 and reading like if I was reading a book like that if I was 12 or 13 years old watching that show it would be everything to me this whole uh going to another world there's these other worlds and these little windows and you can go to these other fucking worlds and just fuck shit up just find these people make connections gather information gather powerful objects doing this in this incredible adventure, you know, crossing back and forth between worlds would have been everything. That would have been the perfect escape. Um, so I love that it's a show and it's, and it's good every week. Um, what else came back? Ancient aliens came back. They are on episode three, two, three. Um, great work. Great work. The newest episode I do believe was about, is called the galactic keyhole. And it's about these, what are called kofuns, these keyhole-shaped mounds uh, that are all around the world. Um, and the meaning of this keyhole shape, they find it in Egyptian hieroglyphs. They find it in India and Africa and the Middle East and Russia and, you know, Japan. Japan has these huge kofuns. That's where, that's how some of their emperors uh you know, built their tombs, uh, and they'd have these huge moats around this key-shaped hole that you can see from above. You can only see these things from above. It's beautiful. They have them on the island of Malta, um, Sardinia. It's incredible. It's incredible. Uh, uh, I just, I just, dude, I just don't, Ancient architecture and the way and the knowledge that we've lost is just so fascinating to me, obviously, if you guys can't tell. It, and it's just such an incredible thing to me that I, I just can't even, like, I don't know. My brain would explode probably if I ever really got to know the truth. I'd just be like, ah! 
<laughs> Couldn't live with the truth. Couldn't handle it. The CIA would take me out. They'd be like, listen, you know too much. <laughs> You're telling too many people. No. <laughs> um, so what has happened in the news? The news. Okay, right. So this vaccine situation. That's what I was going to start with. This vaccine situation that they're giving, they're doing in Great Britain, they're starting to take it all over the world and they're going to give it to like hospitals, nurses and stuff like that first. And a lot of these medical professionals are even against it just off the simple fact that they know how science and medicine works and they know that you have to test vaccines for years to know what the side effects and long term effects are going to be. And that you can't just fucking whip something up and give it to people and expect it to be okay. I keep saying this. You guys do know that that is the fucking plot for I Am Legend, okay? You guys do know that. Let's be very clear. No matter how doomsday ready you think you might be in your warm house with your Wi-Fi and your smartphone and your fucking, oh, your 15 guns that you never fucking use. Except for once or twice a year when you go out hunting for your little game and shit. No, you're not ready for those type of zombies. We're all going to get fucked up. No. And I'm not about a mandatory vaccine. That shit is like a communist bullshit. That shit's like you no longer have control over your own body at all. Listen, as a woman, we're kind of used to that. But whoa. Fuck no, dude. You're not going to force me to inject some shit. Like, I, I, this idea that we're talking about everything but health, everything but, like, taking vitamins and taking care of your health, stop fucking smoking cigarettes, eat better, you know, like, what the fuck, dude, stop eating like shit, take care of yourself, go to the gym once in a while, drink fucking water, I know people that drink pop for breakfast, okay, like, I know people that, like, eat like shit, and, never do anything about it and then they wonder why they get colds and shit all the time like because your immune system is fucked you're eating nothing real you're eating like plastic and weird sugar and and shit like that like stop that's why that's why cancer is becoming so much more prominent in our society because we're eating shit that's literally like that's what cancer feeds on like, we're eating shit, we're feeding our bodies the shit that cancer feeds on. Like, we gotta do better. We gotta do better, guys. Like, uh, and we all know it's delicious, it's, like, it's okay to eat bad once in a while. But, like, every day that shit's awful, you know, you can't be going to McDonald's a lot, you can't be going out to eat all the time, like, nasty fast food, eating a bunch of sugar, drinking pop vaping, smoking cigarettes, you know, you can't do that shit and then be bitching about people wearing masks, like, that's what I love, somebody smoking a cigarette mad at somebody for not wearing a mask, you piece of shit, you're literally giving the world cancer around you, and, uh, you're worried about a mask, cause you don't want to get sick, dude, if anybody's gonna get anybody sick, it's gonna be you, you're going to get everybody sick. You're going to get people cancer. It's like, how are you still smoking cigarettes in 2020? Like, where's the draw on that? 
You know what I love? I love watching cigarette smokers that have to go outside and smoke in the fucking cold in the winter. Wouldn't you think that shit right there would make you quit? My whole thing is, like, I don't like anything to have control over me. Like, uh, the idea that I would have to be, uh, like, chained to something like that is just ridiculous. Oh, I gotta go outside. I gotta have a cigarette now. Oh, my God. So pathetic to me. But everybody's different, right? Everybody's got different, you know, thresholds and addictions and willpower. And and some people just have a flaw somewhere, you know, where they have addictive personalities. And that's one of the things. But, uh... I'm not going to take a mandatory vaccine. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm just not going to do it, guys. I'm not going to inject myself with something that's brand new and hasn't been tested for uh, for a quality amount of time. Because I think that's dangerous. Not only that, like, just... Be- Ugh, fuck, dude. I don't, I've said this before, right? We've had these conversations. I don't want to take up my whole time doing this. But the idea that we... This is anything different than anything else, dude. This is... Yes, it's killed a lot of people because it is a new virus being introduced into humanity. But it's no different than any other fucking virus that we've had to come up against in sickness. We've had to come up against it before there were vaccines and a lot of us fucking died. And a lot of us didn't fucking die. And we built up immune systems. And we fucking pushed on. That's how life works. You can't save everybody. You can't, like... Uh, oh, nobody's going to die if we get this vaccine. You can absolutely get the vaccine and still get the fucking sickness. It happens every year with the flu. The idea that people used to literally go to work while they were sick with a cold and expose everybody at their job. And people just brush it off like, oh, okay, whatever. Be like, oh, man, you don't look or sound too good. No, nah, man, I've been sick for two days. Yeah, you look like it. I hope you get better soon. Me too. They'd sneeze. Bless you. Yeah, yeah. Like, people... What, no, you know why? Because we all have immune systems and we we're like, oh, it's a cold. What the fuck? Who cares? Oh, that's right. You got me sick, man. Ha ha ha. But if you do that shit now with COVID, they think you're like a monster. It's no different, you guys. We're going to have to fucking get used to it. These vaccines are not going to save us. If anything, it's going to create bigger problems. Also, I have asthma. And uh, I take regular medications. To control my asthma. And I'm not going to inject anything into my body. That could possibly be like. Detrimental. To my asthma. And just cause me to go into like an even worse reaction. Than I would if I just. Had a bad case of COVID for a week. You know. I've had it. I had it. And uh, I fucking beat it. Obviously. Obviously I felt like shit. And I knew, I knew I was fucked up, dude. And I stayed home. I stayed away from everybody. But I mean, it's still one of these things that, you know, not everybody's that lucky. Other people, they don't feel anything. You know, everybody's different. But we're going to have to figure it out. One way or another. You know what I'm enjoying? I'm enjoying this uh, debacle with Donald Trump, right? I'm enjoying this whole, like... Donald Trump is depressed. <laughs> did you see, did you guys watch this, uh, watch this about that? He was, uh, giving Dan Gable, um, American wrestling icon, you know, American hero, uh, a medal of honor, <laughs> uh, award 
presenting ceremony and he uh he just walked out in the middle because <laughs> he used to be able to pawn this shit off on other people and now for some reason he can't so uh he's so over it like the look on his face he just walked out in the middle of the ceremony he said some wild shit too dan gable's just looking at him like what <laughs> yeah like He's got his mind on other things, like, uh, pardons for his family, uh, <laughs> the fact that after he gets out of office, all these places, all these businesses, all these lawyers, all these cases are just gonna pile the fuck up even more against him, because they already are, that's what he's complained about, that I was reading, that, uh, he's throwing a fit about all these people that are now bringing these lawsuits and these lawyers that are these law firms that are prosecuting these cases and shit against him. And it's like, well, WTF, bro. what do you think was going to happen as soon as you got out of fucking office? You're no longer protected, dude. You're no longer protected by the office of president and you are free game. You here's your options. Die. <laughs> you and Rudy Giuliani both. Just, 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 uh, that's the only really way out right now. Just die. Just die. Because if you think over the next four years, they're not just going to rip him to pieces, you're wrong. He ain't got no protection over it now. Now, they're really going to go for him. The worst thing he could have done is become president. The worst thing Donald Trump could have done is become president. Straight up. Um, because if he would have never become president, he would have just been like some stupid reality star businessman, quote, oh, I'm so rich, blah, 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 running his mouth celebrity reality star running his mouth about everybody else. We don't really give a fuck about who you really are. Okay, okay, cool. But dude, the fact that you became president and you just, <laughs> you just fucking sent it, bud. You sent it on every level, on every opportunity. When there weren't opportunities, you made opportunities. You made opportunities to fucking send it, dude. And you sent it on fire every time. You pissed the world off. Everybody but Vladimir Putin. And uh, North Korea, right? You pissed everybody off but them. China, dude. You know what's funny about China? Is Donald Trump owes them. Donald Trump paid more to China in taxes than he did to America. He owes China over $480 million. <laughs> and all this time during this whole pandemic, he's been talking mad shit. He's been talking about the tariffs on China. He's been talking about, oh, the Wuhan flu and Kung flu virus, Chinese virus, Chinese flu. China is so unbothered, bro. Here's how unbothered China is. All you hear while Donald Trump, he mashed these two, two videos together of Donald Trump talking shit about China. It pans over to China and all you hear is those bill counting machines, those money sheen machines. 
They do not give a fuck, dude, because they're raking it in and you're paying them as you're talking shit about them. They don't give a fuck. If they want to collect, believe me, they owe, we owe China more than our country's worth, you know, like we owe them like 10 times over. If they wanted to collect, they would, but they're not going to because uh, they, for whatever reason, they just don't find that, uh, logical solution. But if it ever becomes the right solution, believe me, they'll try it. I just don't get how, uh, how there's literally people still arguing about him going to be president. Oh, he'll still be your president in January. <laughs> no. No, the fuck he won't. We had an election, bro. What do you think is going to happen? Are you supporting a dictatorship? Are you saying that you think this motherfucker should just be allowed to stay? Even though we had an election. Just because you don't agree with the result doesn't mean it's fraud and you, and you don't, and it's not real. Right? Here's the problem. This motherfucker told all, everybody in his base not to trust mail-in votes. Not to trust it. COVID was a hoax made up by the Democrats and it was going to go away after election day and blah, 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 blah. Don't do it. Don't do it. Motherfucker was talking shit about how he was packing thousands of people into rallies while Joe Biden only was getting a few hundred and he wore the biggest mask ever. Meanwhile, that same motherfucker ended up with COVID and barely beat it. If you guys think he beat it in strides, you're fucking crazy. He barely beat that shit. He barely beat it. Y'all watch those videos like I did. He could not breathe, y'all. He could not breathe. He could not breathe. I watched him walk up the stairs after he got back from the hospital, dude. And you saw him trying to take them deep-ass breaths. Opening his mouth and then closing his mouth, trying to breathe in through his nose and shit. Trying to wave. He barely made it. The only reason he made it is because he's the President of the United States and he had top-of-the-line fucking care. Stem cell research. Y'all are so pro-life and against abortion. This motherfucker was stem cell researching himself into new life. Injecting himself with it. So don't think that, oh, he's so strong. Oh my god. He's like, uh, he's sent by God. No, bitch. He, he's been cheating like he cheated everything else in life. He's a cheater. He cheats at golf. Cheats at everything in life. He cheats at real estate. He cheats at business. He cheats at the presidency. Other people that are like, do you just think that, oh, because Joe Biden won, that the integrity of the American voting system isn't more important? Like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, milk. <laughs> the integrity of the American voting system? Listen, y'all did not give a fuck about integrity for the last four fucking years, dude. This motherfucker has disrespected the office of president on every occasion, every opportunity, okay, he has broken all the rules, he has defied all the rules, all the laws, he hasn't complied ever with anything, okay, everybody around him is the same way, that's why they're all going to prison, that's why they're all indicted on shit, that's why they're all under investigations, they all have lawsuits open against them, because they're all doing shit that's so fucking shady that he's like, oh, you're right there in my court. I like that. How half the people you start out with ended up in prison, though? For shit that you were making them do, but you aren't guilty. 
Like, you guys think that this shit's a game. Like, you think that, oh, oh, well, his name wasn't on them flight logs. He's the president of the United States. That this motherfucker couldn't get his name removed, or those are even the real fucking logs at this point. Quit it. Quit it. They falsify everything. Dude, his sister is a fraud, too. Like, I saw, I was seeing that whole shit where his sister was, like, uh, a governor or senator in one of these states and ended up, like, uh, fucking <laughs> in big trouble for, like, fucking around with the money, stealing a bunch of money, embezzling and taking the money from charities and her own charity and shit. It's like it runs in the family, dude. They're all fucking scam artists. And then they talk about how rich they are. Stop it. Stop it. Like, poor white people vote for Trump. For what reason? Like, he makes you guys the enemy. You guys are, like, he unites everybody against the common, like, poor white people are destroying the economy. When really, the shit that's happening to our economy is due to things that only, let me repeat, only the rich and powerful are able to create. The problems that are causing our economy to fail are problems that only the rich and powerful are able to create. It's not poor fucking people. It's not your neighbor that's on food stamps or that person in front of you that's on food stamps and buying themselves a steak for once because they want something better to eat. It's not the fucking mother on welfare with four kids, you know, who still works a full-time job and, you know, pays daycare and everything else, you know, trying to do it by yourself. That is not, those aren't the people that are your, the problem. It's not that immigrant family down the street that is, you know, working every day and doesn't exactly know English, but they're fucking trying, dude. And they're trying to put their kids into a new life and get them into American schools and live a better life. And they work their fucking fingers to the bone every day to give their kids a better life, dude. These people are not the fucking problem. They want you to think that we're all the problem so that we don't come for them. It's a Hunger Games situation, you guys. You gotta bring down the capital. They're gonna keep you fighting each other in the Hunger Games and fighting for food and scraps and basic fucking dignity and basic fucking human rights and shit so that we don't turn around and say, hey, what the fuck do we need you for? What the f- we outnumber you. <laughs> we don't like you. You don't speak for us. You don't have our best interest at heart. You've let us down on countless occasions. And we can't trust you. So, uh, what the fuck do we need you for? The idea that we don't come for their fucking necks and, and just scrap the whole system and start over is crazy. You know why we're not? Is because we're so comfortable. Just wait till shit gets crazy. Just wait till this shit all crashes and we go into a fucking depression and people are getting fucking crazy. Dude, this shit with the pandemic and the COVID situation and how, you know, anybody that was getting assistance for anything, you know, it's the end of the year. All that shit has ran out. If it hasn't ran out already, it's going to run out uh, in January and there's going to be panic chaos in the United States. Everything's going to go upside down. Like, all these people are going to get evicted because they're fighting over $1,200 in a stimulus check. They can't agree. They called them back to 
help the American people and they're fighting over the bullshit of giving us another little measly $1,200. Oh, you mean to barely get a regular American through their fucking month? Barely? If that, for a lot of people that don't even touch it for their family. That's one person, maybe. It's like, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck do we need you guys for? Like, what the fuck do we need you for? This is pathetic. Like, all this fighting back and forth. You guys have, like, they all have multiple houses, dude. When they leave Congress, they walk out, they get into their chauffeured fucking car with their their Secret Service detail. And they go to their fucking beautiful house. They pack up their shit and go to their other house in their other state, wherever it is that they represent, their big, beautiful fucking house. To their family with their car where they're treated like a local celebrity and they get everything they want. And then uh, when they decide to, oh, we're going to go on vacation now, holiday vacation. They get in their private fucking jet. They charter their private jet to an island or a fucking other country to their other house there. And just fucking, you know, just fucking kick it for a whole fucking month or two months. Because they're still getting paid, dude. They're making $3,000 a month, a week, or some shit like that. That's just before all the crazy, like, shit they make on the side. Like, meanwhile, they're arguing over giving the regular Americans that work hard, that are essential workers and shit like that, fucking measly $1,200 of our own fucking taxes, dude. Of our own fucking money. You guys can... Fucking equate uh ninety billion nine hundred billion dollars to the military and other fucking shit that you guys want to do, but when it comes to keeping the American people fucking happy, making sure that the housing economy and uh everything else just doesn't collapse because of your fucked up efforts and not uh, not having a plan and not taking responsibility for this shit, it's all gonna crash and burn, dude. Y'all better be ready. Y'all better have a fucking plan, dude. Because when it goes, it's going to go and it's going to go fast. And we're going to be at each other's necks. We already are. You know, we're already fighting over toilet paper and basic fucking stupid shit, you know. This world is just getting crazy. Feels like we're just going in this weird direction. I've been having really wild dreams. I had a dream the other day about... Yeah, it was about a mandatory vaccine. It's like a movie, dude. Like, it was like mandatory vaccines. Everybody is like a futuristic thing. We all ought to be like cattle. The handmade sale type of thing. We all go to this facility and have to get fucking shot and record mandatory. And I found out in this facility, there's this whole section where the vaccine has gone wrong. And these people are like fucking monsters, dude. They tried to take my family away from me to uh, give them the vaccine. I'm trying to stop them. They try and take them, and I see that they're going to fucking, like, try and sedate me or some shit like that. It's a dream, you know? Go into ninja mode, right, immediately. <laughs> Grab the needle, jam it into the guy's neck. He goes to sleep. See a tray behind me with a bunch more of these needles. Grab them, and I'm throwing them like darts, bitch. Like, fucking throwing stars. Rescue my family. Get the fuck out. Drive off into the Mad Max type of Thunderdome. 
sunset that's about to happen, apocalyptico type of thing. <laughs> that's really what it was. I was like, oh, fuck. And then today I had a dream. <laughs> today I had a fucking dream, and it was a Kardashian dream. I don't even know where this shit came from. This dream was, uh, I was like, yeah, I felt like I was maybe one of those uh, black twins that they hang out with. And I was at this stupid little Kardashian function in their backyard. And some, uh, I just got some news. Some crazy apocalyptic shit was, shit was starting to go down. And they're, they're like number one celebrities, you know, so they're kind of tipped off. And they're kind of like all talking to each other. And at some point I had like seen a text from Kim plotting to like leave Kanye behind, like trying to get North and the kids and everybody else out without bringing him and like leaving, leaving him and like a lot of like basically all the black people behind. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. And I like went over to Chloe and I was like, hey, uh, did you get, did you see this text? We got to talk, you know, uh, some shit's going down and she's trying to act all fake. And she's like, <laughs> I remember we were like, like somebody dinged a glass, like everybody, everybody, can I please get your attention? I have an announcement. So we all walk over there, you know, and all I, all I could, I looked up at the sky and there's like a bright orange glowing light that was like emerging over the sky, like some nuclear type of bullshit, and I was like, what the fuck, somebody better tell Kanye, <laughs> where the fuck Kanye at, he probably, he probably already out of here with Elon Musk, he double crossed all of us, <laughs> I, uh, and I woke up, I was like, what the fuck was that, that car trashy and mess, I have no idea. I have the craziest dreams. I've been having weird dreams lately. I just feel like shit's shit's gonna go down at some point. I'm not big on a on a mandatory vaccines or any of that shit. The shit with Donald Trump, dude. Listen, I really don't even care anymore. Listen, guys, he's tried to file lawsuits in every one of these states that he lost, and every one of them has gotten thrown out. They've done recounts. He's still lost. I don't know what you want. He's trying to collude with these governors and shit, you know, like he's calling these governors of these states and trying to, you know, like force fraud. Like, is there any way, anything, you know, any way, possible way we can, you know, turn this around and, and like, dude, what the fuck you doing? You can't do that shit. It's over, bro. It's over. They're doing everything possible. I think at one point I saw him say, like, they asked him why he wasn't giving Joe Biden a peaceful transition. Why they were trying to make things so hard on him. And they had the audacity to say that Donald Trump wasn't given a peaceful transition by Obama. That's a bald-faced lie, dude. Obama was nothing but graceful and fucking merciful and gracious about it, dude. He was so humble. He sat down with the motherfucker. We've seen it, dude. He sat down with him. And Donald Trump was the one acting like a piece of shit, dude. He was still acting like, ha, 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 look at me, I got it. Rubbing it in everybody's faces. Fucking Obama didn't give a fuck, dude. He's just like, this is your fucking monster now. Shook his hand, sat in there talking to him. You know, like, it was beautiful. 
it was beautiful. It was peaceful. It was easy going. Nothing, no problems. And they have the audacity to act like that's not what happened. We have record. That was only four years ago. Quit it. Like, this idea that you're just going to think that he's just going to stay in the White House because you guys don't like it. Listen, we will go to fucking war. The country will go to war. We'll have another civil war if that's what you fucking rednecks really want. We will do it. And you will lose again. Again. If you think that you're ever going to allow, we're ever going to allow hate to rise up, like, listen, dude, we, minorities definitely outnumber you now. If you ever, if you think ever that it's just going to be a, a situation where you're just going to be able to fucking go to war over, over a dude that's, he, he ran on a racist, homophobic, He's against gay marriage and it's in, in his 2020, dude. Come on. Racist, homophobic, misogynistic fucking values. They, uh, no, never has it, has it ever been where like a Republican president is, or an incumbent, you know, uh, is running or anything like that. And it's about who they are and them and their brand. It's about America. It's supposed to be about America. Instead, it was all about him and his brand and MAGA. MAGA country. Trump train. Make America great again. It's like all on the basis of hate. That poor people were going to try and take your America from you. Anybody that wasn't a white man was going to take your version of your America away. Make it great again when only white men could do stuff. Vote and own land and, and whistle at women and shit. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Uh, uh, listen, hate will never win. There are too many people that are too open-minded, especially with my generation. And, and that's what's sad is to see people in my generation fall into that. Like, dude, we were raised better than this. We were raised better than this, you guys. You know we were. We were raised on Bill Nye and Bob Ross and fucking peace, dude. We saw the Twin Towers fall. And we were like, holy shit, dude, that's what terrorism is. We know what this all, what all this is. We learned about the civil rights movement. We learned about the Holocaust. We learned about all this shit. And we were like, what the fuck? We gotta be better. We can't do this. We learned about all this shit and, and we, we were gonna be better. And then we fall into this idea of hate all over again, like make America great again. For who? It only matters if it's great to you. Why? Uh, what about everybody else? You know, and they're like, you just think everybody's supposed to be unite and come together now? Like, no, I don't. But the idea that you think they're like, look at what, how they treated Trump for four years. Stop it. Look at how they treated Obama for eight. And the worst thing Obama did, his greatest scandal was that fucking tan suit. You know? Donald Trump took his picture down in the fucking White House. If that would have been Obama, if Obama would have gone in there and, like, taken Bush's picture down and just, like, or any other white president, people would have lost their minds. You know, it's just crazy, dude. We live in crazy times, and you just, everybody that's worth anything to you and everybody that's not, keep everybody that's worth it around. You know who they are by now. They definitely showed their colors this year with everything going on. COVID, um... Black Lives Matter, uh, everything else, 
everything that's happened in 2020 has definitely shown everybody's true colors. And that's one, one thing that's good about it. It's shown us everything we need to see. And if you choose to still be blind to it, that's your own fault. You know, that's out of choice of ignorance. You choose, you have everything in front of you. You walk around with a supercomputer with the answers to everything in your hand every day. And you choose to only look up shit that agrees with you. Because otherwise it makes you feel bad. Like, there's nothing wrong with being wrong. Educate yourself. Seek enlightenment. You know? There was a time when that's how power was divined throughout the world. The, pe the Egyptians and the Mayans and the Sumerians. The people that po possessed the greatest knowledge of building skill and life knowledge and, and, and the body and shit like that. And spiritual world. The, that that type of shit was what was coveted. And now it's like, we don't want to know. If it makes us feel a type of way, we don't care. We want to get rid of it. You can't have this cancel culture. You can't cancel shit just because of the way it makes you feel. You know, you got to look into it. Why does it make you feel that way? What about you and what, how you believe? You know, what is that? What is that about, uh, you know... The way you might perceive things that rubs you the wrong way. Because it's in you. It's not, it's not the fact. You know, conflicts with something that you've, uh, chosen to believe. Whew. That last glass of wine was good. I just wanted to let everybody know, by the way, that was, uh, that was the glass sliding across the table earlier. That sound, it wasn't. I realized, I realized after I did it, it sounded kind of like a, like a fart, and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I better make sure that everybody knows that that's the glass across the table. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess this is just, I want everybody to kind of just wake up a little bit more and start realizing that if your guy's not the one that won, neither of them are that great, you know, neither of them are great, but we... We have an opportunity to have a little less division, hopefully, and a little less just outright hate and racism and, and misogynistic. And we have a black woman, a woman of color is the first vice president. That's everything to me. You know, I don't give a fuck. That's everything to me. Shows that we're just one step closer, you know, to being the president. But all right, guys, I am out of here. I will do another one here in another week or two, and uh, I'll try and get another one in before Christmas for sure. But there's so much going on. I will do my best. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I hope I got to everything. I feel like I missed a lot of shit, but I feel like I got a lot of shit in. Um, yeah, don't be shy. Shoot me more questions and topics. I'm just kind of queuing them up and piling them all up, and I get to some of them when I can, and... Sometimes I forget all about them and just rant. So we will see. I will see you next time. Everybody be safe. Love each other. And uh, I'm out of here. <laughs>